I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. Greetings and welcome to Thoughts from a Hairy Head, the podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 150 of Thoughts from a Hairy Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the Constitution as a political prop. Right. Well, I'm back after a short absence. Um, as you may have noticed, I did not get an episode out a couple of weeks ago, really just due to chaos in my personal life. I think I mentioned on this show, uh, and if you're following me on social media, you've probably seen that I'm in the process of moving and helping my mom as she battles cancer. So just a lot of stuff going on. And I anticipate over the next couple of months that um, I'm probably not going to be real consistent on getting podcast episodes out, but I'm going to do the best I can and uh, you know try to be as regular as possible. But appreciate your understanding when uh, the weeks pass and episodes don't happen to come out. But uh, this week, it's a good week, and we're going to churn out an episode. I was at the gym today working out, and the TV was on. Not really sure what channel it was. Wasn't paying that much attention, but it was some news channel. And it was uh, covering the funeral of Representative Elijah Cummings, uh, the Democratic congressman from the state of Maryland. And uh, he passed away recently, so they were doing like his memorial service. And Barack Obama was on the screen, and he was prattling on about how Elijah was a uh, you know a wonderful American, and how he had protected and defended the Constitution. Now, I don't know a whole lot about Cummings's uh, congressional record. I basically just know that he was a Democrat, but I can guarantee you, without stepping out on a limb at all, that. He was not protecting and defending the Constitution. In fact, I would almost guarantee that virtually every single day he set foot in the House chambers, he was shredding the Constitution. The fact of the matter is, Elijah Cummings did not care about the Constitution. Barack Obama does not care about the Constitution. Donald Trump does not care about the Constitution. None of these politicians care about the Constitution. It is basically a hindrance to the things that they want to get done because it puts limits on their power if they actually followed it. So they don't like the Constitution. They don't want to protect and defend it. They want to stretch it and destroy it as much as possible so they can advance their policy 
agendas. That's the sad reality. In America today, the Constitution has basically just become a political prop for America's political theater. They march it out, you know, at a funeral or memorial service or at a campaign rally or, you know, a stump speech. Yeah, they'll talk about the Constitution, but don't buy into it. It's all a bunch of political theater. And quite frankly, I'm getting sick of it. And, you know, it annoys me more when the Republicans do it than when the Democrats do it. Because the Republicans are supposed to be the party of limited government. They're supposed to be the party of conservatism. And, you know, they're supposed to believe in the limits of government and the founding principles of America. And they don't care about it either. It's just as much a prop for them as it is for the Democrats. I guess it bothers me so much because it's more hypocritical. Because for the most part, Democrats at least don't pretend like the Constitution is this revered thing. I mean, they do march it out like Barack Obama did, but, you know, they don't claim to really hold to it. They they always talk about the living, breathing Constitution. So whenever there's some uh, some barriers to their power, they'll just erase it away and say, well, we have to interpret it for the times. Yeah, whatever. So, yeah, Republicans. They drive me crazy. And you know, in the era of Trump, it particularly drives me crazy. You know, the other day I was perusing through some Facebook comments and I saw one in particular and it's reflective of something I see often. I mean, probably multiple times in any given week. I see these comments about how President Trump is the greatest president in American history. I don't get it. I don't understand where these people are coming from. The greatest in American history, like greater than George Washington or or Thomas Jefferson or James Madison. I mean, I can name a whole bunch of presidents that were objectively better than Donald Trump. I mean, I guess part of it, you know, really depends on on what you're evaluating on. And I guess that's the big question. When these people say he's the greatest president in history, what's the criteria that they're using? What is the basis for that statement? And I kind of get that as conservatives, Trump has done some things that they like. I mean, he has admittedly been pretty good on deregulation, particularly in the energy sector. Uh, But that's not really something that's talked about a whole lot. I know that a lot of Republicans like the whole trade war thing, and they think he's sticking it to China. And I think that's bad policy. But I guess as a conservative, you can see where that's coming from. Um, I think the biggest thing, to be honest, is that he just sticks it in the eye of the media, and he is so politically incorrect, and he has no problem, you know, slamming his opponents. And I think people like that. I really think that that's, I think it's more of a cult of personality. If you actually ask people to name the policies that he's implemented, I don't think there's a whole lot that they can name. You know, uh, again, some deregulation, the tax cuts, uh, if you're a, a big closed borders person, the immigration issue. But, but that's really it. I mean, the greatest president in history? I don't think so. And here's the thing. If you're really going to evaluate a president, if you really care about the American system, and if you really believe in America's founding principles, which most conservatives at least play lip service to, the way you should evaluate a president is based on how he protects and defends the Constitution, as Barack Obama claims that Cummings did. And when you 
put Trump in that light, when you evaluate him by that standard, he's as awful as any of the modern presidents. He's as bad as Barack Obama. He's as bad as George W. Bush. He's as bad as Bill Clinton. We could walk back through the history of presidents. Trump is just like the rest of them. He disregards the Constitution whenever it's convenient. And I can name countless things that he's done that are unconstitutional. We could start with the bump stock ban. How can any conservative who claims to believe in the Constitution support the president with this bump stock ban? How does that make him one of the greatest presidents in American history? It's absurd. It's a gross violation of the Second Amendment. There is no power delegated to the federal government to regulate bump stocks, a firearms accessory, much less for the president to do it unilaterally. I mean, this is the antithesis of greatness when it comes to truly evaluating a president. Or how about the expansion of uh, asset forfeiture that has happened under the Trump administration? That's certainly not a constitutional thing. How about the expansion of NSA spying, or at least the continuation of it? Trump has signed a reauthorization of the FISA Act, which basically allows the NSA to spy on Americans and violate their Fourth Amendment rights. That's not constitutional. He's giving money to farmers to help pay for his tariffs, for goodness sake. That's not constitutional. Or how about war? Trump has continued the wars of past administrations and started some of his own. So, again, I say all of this to make a point. Republicans who claim to be constitutionalists and yet praise Donald Trump as the greatest president ever in the history of the world, they're just using the Constitution as a political prop. Quite frankly, I'm sick of it. The Constitution should be the standard and the principle. All presidents, including Donald Trump, should be judged by it and it alone. The Constitution every single time. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from the Hairy Head. I appreciate you tuning in. If you like the show, do me a favor, spread the word, share it around. And if you want to contact me, you can email me at michael.meharry at 10th Center.com. And you can subscribe to the podcast over at iTunes. Once again, I do appreciate you listening to the show, and I'll talk to you again next time.